Welcome back, everybody, to another episode, Candidly with Coffee. Just like that. We're back. Yes, we are. What you got going on in your coffee cup today? Uh, what is that? I usually use the ground coffee, switch it up a little bit. Does that taste better than the one I made you? No. That's why, good. Why does it always taste better when I make it? It's special. Oh, it's special. It's wow. It's made with love. Um, I'm having, I'm so excited. We finally made it to the mall to get Nespresso pods because I got the double shot going mm. on. I used to have two of these every morning and I just, there's nothing like it. It just wakes you up, huh? Mm-hmm. I take it black, but I do a little tiny dollop of whipped cream on the top and it's just the perfect amount of strong coffee, but sweetness. Yes. So... Yes. You know what I did this morning? I had to do my deep puff skincare routine because I was so puffy from the pizza. Oh, really? Pizza always makes me kind of puffy. And that's clean pizza. I still pizza. feel I look a little puffy like in this video. And it's clean, the pizza we eat. Yeah, I mean, I feel fine. I didn't feel like dehydrated, like really like dirty pizza it makes me feel so oh, dehydrated. I love dirty pizza, but it just makes you feel like... I didn't feel, feel that way, but I looked puffy, like my under eye looked puffy. And Damn. so I have this like regimen that i do that works wonders wonders um it, i do like um i do my under eye patches mm -hmm. and then i do a serum a, a hydrating serum and then i use these wands that i have that are like um you keep them in the freezer and you do a lymphatic drainage you drain all that fluid out of the face with the wands so the coldness depuffs and then the the motion actually takes the fluid out of your face. I'm kidding you not. My face was twice the size. They're probably gonna, uh, people are gonna probably want to know what, what 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 is your routine. Yeah, I will. It's the same thing I do. Like anytime, usually it's after cheat day that I need mm -hmm. to do it. But when I need a depuffing or if I had a bad night's sleep, I, I think yeah. I recorded it. I think I might do like a little reels on it for my um, COJ page because it works really good and I get all the stuff from. Amazon. Ladies inquiring, like, oh, give up the secrets, girl. It's good for like if you're on vacation, because you know how you you um, retain water from traveling. Of course. On so like plane, vacation yes. or on vacation, you're <clears throat> drinking, and then you're you're having to do it all over again the next day. Mm -hmm. Alcohol also will make you puffy. I didn't drink yesterday, but nah. Oh gosh, if I would have drank, I would have been super puffy. And now that we have to film, I'm like, oh no, I Damn. feel puffy, and I got to get on camera in like half an hour. What oh, am I going to do? The world's coming to an end. No, but look, my, my face is already chunky. I always have had a chubby face. Always. It's not yeah. filler in my face. It's fillers only in my lips. My face is just naturally fatty. <laughs> yeah, blessed with some high cheeks. I guess. I don't know. Chipmunk cheeks. I used to get made fun of a lot. Yeah. When I, was I got teased up. about my lips as a kid. Isn't that and ironic? Lips. And now women want big lips. Yeah. I don't know if it matters for men or not. I guess. Well, it does, yeah, because if you had tiny little lips, yeah. Yeah. I Isn't got that... teased as a kid. I don't know why. Because kids are mean. No, but kids, they tend to tease on anything yes. that's different. Yes. That they deem as different. Uh -huh. So, you know, if you have something that's different, those kids that get teased, a lot of times those are the ones that end up growing up to be professional athletes or models. Like... Like those runway yeah. models, they always say they were teased in school because they were lanky, tall, and those are the those very features they were teased for are likely to become um, envied years from now. I know to be honest, my I'm no exception because my cheeks, being 
having fullness is what keeps me looking more youthful. Yeah. Because as you yeah, age, your face. you lose fat on your face. You mm-hmm. lose fat. And that's what gives you more signs of aging. Mm-hmm. And I would look older if I didn't have as much volume on my face. Mm-hmm. And it tends to make people look older when they lose volume. They just need to come out with a cream where we can all just put it on men and women and just keep our skin as tight as long for possible. Yeah, but you know what the truth is? The skincare, people always say, like, oh, what's your skincare? It's internal. The, the most things you can do for your skin are internal, making sure that you've got your, the right supplementation, that you're drinking water. People wow. want to spend $150 on a, a cream that's topical. That's not what's going to improve your skin going forward. It's water is, you know, pretty much free, you know, or cheap, I should say. So drink water. That's the answer to your yeah. skincare. Is, water is life. We need yeah. water. You got to keep that body hydrated. Oh, I notice absolutely notice no water they're just juices and coffees and sodas like nothing i yeah. know people like that's crazy to or me. even then they don't have enough just not enough hydration and hydration Thank you for is... my jug by the way oh yeah you you cheers to the water cheers for that love this thing i am on my water game now and i know i always notice a difference in my skin mm-hmm. when i am drinking the proper amount of water. And it also helps for bowel movement, doesn't it? Having water yes. in your system? Well, it's important in connection with if you're going to have a high fiber diet, that helps you with your bowel movements. But if you have high fiber diet and not drinking enough water, it'll cause constipation. Mm. So you have to get your water in. It's super like I drink a lot of coffee, like Cokes, but I make sure I'm hydrated all the time. I drink a lot of water. <clears throat> Okay, so we watched Halloween Ends on, did we watch it Friday, Friday. night? It was so good. I liked it. It's a good movie, actually. I actually they really liked it. I thought they did you a- never know how they're going to, you know, you never know what each more like, ah, this one's cheesy, ah, this one's corn. You just never know how it's going to come out. Yeah, and I think, I think this, out of the new ones that have come out with Jamie Lee Curtis over the past few years, I want to marathon them, but um, this has been my favorite. This had a crazy twist to it, that's why. I thought it had a cool twist. Mm -hmm. I thought there wasn't a lot of cheesiness. Um, I love the the continued story that it's just like continues where it left off. Um, I love it. I thought they did a really good job. Jamie Lee Curtis is is awesome. I love her. She's cool. It's crazy. I still trip out like she started in the first one, what, 1978? 1978. She's ending 2022. How many actors or actresses start in a film like this one and end it? This has been going on since 70. I was three years old when this movie came out. I know. That's crazy. 47. 44 years this franchise, this movie's been going on still. That is a, that is a very popular franchise. And the theater was packed with people. And yeah. the showing after us looked like it was going to be even more packed. Oh, the 10 o'clock one? Yeah. Yeah. Packed. It was really good, though. You know, people for that one, that late night, late night, you know, people go drinking and sneak alcohol in. I bet. They don't have to sneak it in. There's alcohol there at the theater. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about There's that. There's beer and wine. Yeah. That's enough. True. But I'm sure people do, like young kids go in there with Come their on. flasks or yes, whatever. of course. They don't search you. Yeah, you know what? You're kind of a sitting duck at a movie theater. It's kind of a little dangerous. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I Trust me. I do. There's, there's no security. There's no like metal detectors to see if you're bringing any kind of guns or anything in. It's just kind of loose. Yeah. So we're oh, kinda... no, there is a metal detector. We walked right through a metal detector. Oh, we did? Yeah, we walked right through it. You sure? Didn't we walk right through one when we first walked in? Oh, or did they take it out? It was there. Maybe they took it out. I don't know. There used to be one. But 
they're supposed to check your bags and all that. They didn't check my, they don't check your bags. They're not, they're loose. They have rules in place, but they're not actually, they're not actually following through. But to me, there's nothing like a movie theater experience. I want to see it in the movie theater. It's on Peacock as well, which is weird to me, but. I don't know why they do that. I don't. Wait. I know, why would you, why, like why? a month or something. Because they're desperate to make extra money. Because it's ass probably pay big, big money to these studios. Yeah, actually. I'm sure they do. But I think at that least a month. You're right. I'll watch it. I actually probably will put it on today. I liked it, so I'll watch it again, which is cool. Because now I can watch it again on Peacock. But I like the movie theater experience. I like going. I like having snacks. I like being comfortable. Plus, it's nice to get out as a as a couple. You yeah, know, you want date nights. You want to do those kind. I want to see the next next week. I want to see the uh, the new rom com that's coming out with George Clooney and Julia Roberts. That looks good. It, it's supposed to be like classic rom com. Like we don't have classic romantic comedies anymore. Like in the early two thousands, there were so many. Like you've got mail and um, what were some of the other good? When Harry Met Sally, How to Lose oh. a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedding planner, the proposal. There's so many good. Remember ones. that one? She's just not that into you. Oh, what, what was it? Did I say? It He's right? just not that into you. Yeah, that was a good movie. Had a lot of messages. I in love that. that one too. See that there was a lot of game playing in that. There's a lot of lessons in that movie. There's a lot of good lessons in that movie. For single people, watch should, that movie. Yeah, and pick up on those lessons. There, there's good. It's a good cast too. Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. It's got a stocked cast, but it's really good. Yeah. Um, but the Michael Myers. Back to that whole serial killer thing we had talked about it a while back but it seems like in the 80s and 90s there was a lot of actual serial killers yeah real deal. like real serial killers like the hillside strangler mm-hmm. and the uh what is that gacy uh wayne gacy wayne gacy mm-hmm. that was uh, put to death and i have Night been Stalker. Yeah, and that was in our area, The Night Stalker. And then I've been watching on Netflix, The Dahmer, The Monster, The Dahmer. It's not a documentary. It's the story of Jeffrey Dahmer in 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. I finished it last night. Man, there was so much that was not, that didn't make it to us through the media. Really? They left a lot out, huh? Yeah. What did you know about Jeffrey Dahmer? All I knew before recent, okay, before, because now people have been talking about it again, all I knew about Jeffrey Dahmer was that he was a serial killer who killed people and ate them. He was a cannibal. They didn't talk about who he was killing or who he killed and any of the back. I never knew any of the backstory. I didn't I don't feel like it made it through the media because it wasn't something they wanted to put forward, but he was killing gay black men. And yep. there were plenty of opportunities for him to be caught. Plenty. Plenty. And they let him go. They dropped the ball. But it's so clear to me that it was clearly he had that like white privilege thing going on. And because he was this innocent looking white man that they kept giving him the benefit of the doubt and completely ignored so many people who were stepping forward like, hey, this guy is doing horrible things. Yeah, including the neighbor. Wasn't she trying to- Yes. Kept telling them, pushing them. Oh, she and they caught kept him. Around. She caught him with the, one of the kids escaped and she told called the police and said, this guy has drugged this kid and he convinced the police, no, this is just my boyfriend. He's not young. He's 19. It was a 14-year-old boy who was drugged and they let Dahmer take him back into his apartment. Yeah, this documentary pissed off a lot of the black community. Pissed but off you, a lot of rappers. A lot I know, of people it, vocal. I feel like it pissed them angry. off, but 
I think it's good though because it's letting people it's shedding light on what was not it was not talked about in the yeah. 90s that Mm-mm. that w- it, they just said it was a serial killer caught the killer yay for the police department caught the killer police. put him away he died in prison no 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 you said that wrong well he was killed in prison mm-hmm. so there was justice in the end yeah but what he i'm saying is they killed. didn't they didn't give us those kind of details back then at least yes. i don't remember and i was very much into i used to love to hear about serial killers and get stories and watch the shows on them but i never got that so i yeah. i feel like yeah i feel like people are upset because now they're glorified they feel like he's being glorified or maybe they even portrayed him to where you felt a little sorry for him in the series but i don't see it that way i think it opened my eyes to the freaking baltimore police department too Dude, terrible that department let me tell you something about that department i know quite a bit about that department the reason is thanks to joe rogan but uh, he brought on a guest one time this black dude this, this black gentleman, his sole purpose was to uh, was to convince members of the KKK, high-ranking members, to leave the KKK. He successfully did it. I, I, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Really? But, dude, let me he tell you something. He said there were members of the police department. In the Baltimore Police Department, KKK. Oh, my God. No, look it up. Google's your best friend. Go to research it. I, I can't remember the guest's name that Joe Rogan had. But he befriended them, became friends, and actually convinced quite a few of them to, to leave the KKK. He changed their mindset and Dude, like that police department was he's a hot mess. A, he got because they got to know him as a human being. They said instead of looking at his skin color, they got to know he was a good person. They loved him. They all like loved this dude. They like literally. He has robes at the house. He collected the robes and he keeps us as like memorabilia. Like look, not to brag, but to show. Like look, I I was able to convince a few of them to walk away. It's crazy. Oh, you mean to keep the robes of the people I that walked think away? His name is Daryl Williams. I I don't know want to mess that up, but it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. But yeah, they talked about like. They're being members of the KKK and the Baltimore Police Department. That's kind of scary. That's scary. When so you when hear about I that. wonder what years that was. What when time frame? I don't know. That's a good question. Because it was like a double whammy. Because he the a lot of the victims were black and gay, and they they had you know obviously back in the nineties or oh, the AIDS. They so also the, they were scared of that. Like yeah, yes. yeah I remember that. So they That's, didn't even want to like go into this dirty apartment because they were afraid they were going to get AIDS just by walking into the apartment. Because everybody was so, there was so much information. Petrified. yeah. Yeah, like, oh my God, if he sneezes or breathes on me, he's mm-hmm. going to give me AIDS. That's not true. So he got away. They just like, oh, we're going to stay away from this guy. We don't want to touch him. We yeah. don't go near them. Yeah. Crazy. That was a stigma. So sad. So sad. And I'm, but the, the story is very um, compelling and interesting. Mm-hmm. But then it made me think like, wow, you know, I feel like there was just tons of, a lot of these serial killer stories, and now you don't really see as much of that. I think it's because with technology, it's hard for them to get to the point of killing multiple people because it's easy to, easier to catch them. Yeah. And Why now you're seeing more like mass shootings and things like that. It's it, like those people would have been serial killers. Yeah, maybe. they just caught the Stockton one. Okay, so that's what I was going to talk about. So then Got him. we actually have a serial killer we Mm -hmm. had a serial killer over the past like couple years they connected six deaths to one person and at first they were far apart then that's what happens with serial killers like they when they finally kill then they they don't do it for a while and then over time the killings get closer and closer together and usually more gruesome i used to watch criminal minds Mm -hmm. so i that's where i get all of my knowledge from a show but um 
that he actually killed six people and over time the killings got closer and closer together and that's why they were able to catch him he actually lived in stockton 43 year old male they don't really know any motivation there's no connection with the the the, the victims murders seem to be random. They're all his, Latinos, Hispanic, though. That's yeah, but thing. they're random. Like, there's no connection. Yeah, yeah. People are tripping. Like, are you tar? Is he racist targeting Latinos? I, I, stuff that I'm reading, I'm like, I don't know if he was I doing don't, that. I don't know yet. I don't know any of that. But I know that they caught him. Mm-hmm. He's a suspect at this point. But they connected yes. one gun to all of the murders. And Let me stop like- you there real quick. I, I was watching what it was. They actually were following him. He was hunting. They caught him while he was out hunting. They were trailing him watching his move but they got him before he could attack someone but he See, was, he was hunting because he started he was on the hunt he started killing people closer and closer together like he had lost his shit mm-hmm. so back in the day if yeah. this was in the 90s this could have gone on for a long time oh, yeah because Be- he could because he could have got out of the area once he knew the heat was on he could have disappeared well, because they just don't have the technology back then that's no. why these things would go on for years mm-hmm. this one did go on for it went on for over a year because his first murder was in oakland over a year ago in oakland yeah in oakland he also lived in oakland i believe so he got away with with it for a long time but he was he was right around where he was committing all of the murders so he was like he got away with it for a long time considering with street cameras and everything and this one's different because most serial killers don't use guns no this was scary i was wondering that like oh man what if if the serial killers evolve they don't do traditionally the knives now they just go and bang bang no but do you remember was it in wasn't it in our area where there was some random sniper oh no 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 east coast babe that was in the east coast i can't remember his name yeah that was in dc area yes and he he took on a kid as his uh wingman and taught him how to shoot the rifle and there was was randomly sniper the dc sniper that's what it was called Mm mm-hmm but I think something happened here where they were comparing it to the DC sniper. Not that long ago on the south side, there were several people in San Jose that were killed by ran- like a sniper gunfire. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was not that long ago. Damn. But it's crazy like how um, these things have like like evolved and like that's just there's psychotic people out there. They talked about it it ironically in the Michael Myers movie. She was talking about how there's two types of evil. Like yes. you be, there's people who become evil based on their circumstances and there's people who are literally, they just born like evil inside. Yeah. It's scary, huh? Because as a parent, you don't even know. It's not like you, you know, you produce this kid, but it's not, how are you going to know what this kid's going to turn out to be? No, it's, it's crazy. And but- like in the case of Jeffrey Dahmer, he wasn't a violent man. He was, he wanted, the reason why he would drug his victims and subdue them was because he wanted to cuddle. He wanted to control them. It was a control thing. And he wanted to be able to cuddle for as long as he wanted and then stop cuddling when he wanted to. He wanted to be in full control. He didn't want to like engage in sexual acts and then just them leave when they wanted to. That would, that's what would give him rage. It was all a control thing. And it, he was triggered when his parents announced that they were getting a divorce because he felt like he couldn't control that. But he had it in him because you could tell he had weird tendencies as a child. And, and then apparently his father admitted that he had similar weird thoughts as a child, but he never acted upon them. The father did? Mm-hmm. Damn. So he felt guilty because he felt like he definitely gave his son 
the traits. I mean, didn't he pick up roadkill with his son and yeah. was doing something too? Why would he do and that? The father was probably, because he already had a little inkling, so he kind of was into that. And then Jeffrey kind of took it to the next level. Instead of just killing animals Who with roadkill? Who picks up roadkill with their child and te- and opens the the dead animals to show them the organs and stuff? Did he ever take any blame or responsibility for that? I know he the did. mother threw it in his face. Like, he what the hell would you up, do He that? came forward and said, like, I, I, it's my fault. Like, he, yes, he felt Good. like it was his fault. Yeah. It should be. Because remember, kids, they learn behavior, right? Yeah. And then there's it. the connection, like the sexual connection. And the weird thing is, so I was watching on. another episode, another show, where they were talking about how there's a connection with, if he had that sickness, right, of seeing, um, of, you know, obviously you, you have to have some sort of sickness if you like to play with dead things. But then when you yes. to see the organs and the fact that they are shiny triggers sexual impulses because people are Damn. attracted to shiny things sexually. He's all think about it. You're right. Like leather, yes. latex. Yes, 100%. Sexual things are typically shiny. I'm They're not to. into like dull. You're right. Things. You never looked at it so, like that. Well, you're right. So organs and and when you have that sickness and then you see the organs and you get aroused because they're shiny, slimy, slippery. Think about like lube. Yeah. Things that are slippery, slime. Isn't that crazy? Like if you really think. And yeah. they they I guess the mom wanted Jeffrey Dahmer's brain to be um, examined. Examined, but there was like a court fight over that or whatever. So it wasn't. Yeah, why the why the father do like why would you not want your son's brain he, examined so maybe you could prevent something further or I just know. learn more about this? I don't know. It's like the football players who uh, donate their brain yeah, after the ones the that CTE. commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. Like Junior Seau, they examine his brain. Uh, Who's the dude? Who's the famous guy? Aaron Hernandez. That's that oh right? yeah, they did examine his, his brain. He had bad CTE. Bad. Ba- bad, bad brain damage. Yes. They yeah, have crazy. this new scan. It was actually on an episode of the Kardashians where they can do a scan of your brain, and they can just by looking at the scan of your brain, they can see if you've had not only physical trauma like an accident or whatever, but emotional trauma. It shows in the brain in an MRI scan. Oh wow! Your trauma, like it can tell, like if you overthink. It can tell lots of different things. So there's so many advancements coming within that. Um, and we talked about it. Remember, I, I think those, it was either the last podcast or podcast before where I feel, this is my true how I feel, within the next five or less or maybe a little longer, we're going to be able to walk in through something. Like you walk to the airport and it does that, that machine that scans you. Goes, mm-hmm. You're going to walk out. You're going to sit in the doctor's office and like 10 minutes later, they're going to come up and tell you everything, what's good, what's bad, or if anything's, or if you're all good. Well, if you think about it, we have a skull, like a hard ass skull protecting our brain. And it's still not enough. No, well, we don't, we take it for granted though. Yes. We need to protect our brain. But then, I mean, you don't want to hear that because what does that mean? That means for for men, all the sports and stuff they love. Fighting. It really, the the hitting, it's not, it's going to cause brain damage. You have to know that. If you are not... The skull is not enough. It it can do what it can, but if you are then deliberately trying to injure yourself as a sport, football, fighting, boxing. There's a reason why they all end up with like brain damage. And there's a reason why like football players and stuff a lot of them like they're domestic violent, they create domestic violence, they commit violent crimes because they're when your your brain dictates your actions and there, if there's damage, mm-hmm. it's going to mess up your like ability to make decisions and be rational whatever yeah 
It's scary. You got to protect that cranium. I mean, it's crazy because a helmet's not enough. I mean, football's very. Think about it. You're wearing a helmet. Fighters are not wearing no helmets. I know. The only thing that's protecting a fighter is gloves. But here's the thing. Has there been a lot of like information on fighting and CTE or is it just football? Why football only? Why do they feel? I feel like it's weird. It's more in football than it is in actual fighting. Why is that? I wonder. I think because. Do they not? Because they don't hit directly to the head. Now they don't. That's illegal. But you got to think about two bulls, two helmets, and these are heavy men. Yeah. These are not little guys. So you're yeah. only getting hit with these in fighting. Yeah, okay? that's true. So they only have the weight of this arm. So if I'm going forward, let me speak, going forward with my head, all my body weight's coming behind, and we clash like two bulls. Can you imagine what both the brains are that's doing? A, it's a like bigger explosion? impact. It's a much bigger impact. And then it's there guys, is regulations in fighting. To, you can't hit on the back of the head. You no. can't hit the head at all. You can't, you can't hit behind the ear. Behind the ear. You can hit to the jawline, side of the head. Back of the head's a no-no. Forehead, temples are fair game. Everything in the front, the side. You can hit the game. forehead. Yes. But why would you? You, you don't just, want to. You, you can just break, your, break hand. your hand. Yeah, you don't. That's a stupid target. Yeah. Because this can break a fighter's hand. Yeah. So you want to aim here. We aim. Yeah, this. you're not. Fi- fighters aren't fighting with helmets. Helmet to helmet is dangerous. So from what the air, this area is the area we're aiming for. The, just the front of the face. Because we want to whiplash your chin. The soft parts of the face. You can hit, you, sometimes a lot of guys get hit by the ear, side of the ear, and it messes up the equilibrium. That's oh, good, yeah. That'll knock someone out. shake your brains mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Dang, it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. I love it, though. I know you do. I'm crazy. You get excited when there's fights. I there's do. fights tonight. Yeah. I enjoy it because I look at it. It's not just, see, the normal human being looks at it, oh, they're just, it's a cockfight, just blood, they're swinging. I see it as art form. I know what they're doing. I know the traps are setting up. It's beautiful to see it. So when you see someone get knocked out, it's like, damn, that's artwork at its best in there. He just painted us a picture with his hands. Or if it's Muay Thai, usually right, your kicks and elbows, knees. There was the fight last night, right? The big boxing match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was good. Mm-hmm. Women and men, both good fights. In boxing? Yes. Oh, there's women boxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clarissa Shields. And that was on Kayla Mara. in oh, Madison yeah. Square Garden, Dude, it was too? like it was like... So many, I don't know why, ironically, they had like four big fights going on in the same day of boxing. Different organizations. Wow. Yeah. Insane. That was cool seeing Yvette and those. She's with that, the Glam, the oh, Glam give her a squad. Shout out. Your, your friend Yvette. Yeah, Yvette was, so Yvette Armini, cool. like um, she on Instagram, she was a, she was my Glam squad back in the day when I, I used to own a clothing boutique and women's shapewear and stuff like that. And she was she sought us out on social media and became our glam squad so for photo shoots or whatever and um she is the glam squad for the who is the fight who's the boxer the boxer's name is Deontay Wilder yeah and, and so his, his his wife or fiance is, is Telly, Telly. Swift. yeah okay. so she was on wags and yeah, somehow she was on wags. Yvette Yvette went and ended up moving to LA she's an excellent makeup artist she's done my makeup many times um, she ended up moving to LA and she's been just making a lot of moves out there. And I love to see that because man, this girl has gone through it. She's been through a lot and, you know, climbed out of it. And a I think fighter. it's just so important. I feel like she got rid of a lot of dead weight that was holding her down. And when she did, when she surrounded herself with the right people, yep. I saw it, her just come flourish, you know, cause even after she moved to LA, she came here. A couple times here to the house, she mm-hmm. did my makeup for a photo shoot for mm-hmm. um, Taki's brand, oh, Mon Mon Cats. Yeah, Mon Mon Cats. And, yeah. and then um, 
she was just filling me in on her life and it was just crazy and yeah. this was a couple of years ago and now i'm like wow she's been look at her now PJ's i'm so proud of her sitting yeah she's ringside, doing she's watching a, a fight at manuscript garden yep sitting ringside with deontay wilder's wife and, and her crew that's yeah. that's dope to see that she's doing big things like big i love things. it i love to see it it just makes me happy to see that she broke some chains of some people that were holding you down. Yep. Let me tell you. More of the story, which my wife's saying is any dead weight, people holding you behind negative or people think they're in charge of you, cut them out. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. This is the scary part when it comes to that. Beware of people who appear to be helping you. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're keeping you down, but helping you just enough to where you feel like you need them. Those are the people to really be dangerous of. That is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yep. They think they are helping you, but really they're just, they're keeping you needing them. Be, be, be very mindful of that because yes. um, that is, that is a scary, scary place to be, a scary association to have because a lot of times hindsight is twenty twenty, and you don't know um, that that's happening until you you know you you look back and you think like oh my gosh like thank God I broke free of that mm -hmm. and it's just it's crazy and with her I I saw it happening I knew it was happening and I knew that couldn't I, there's nothing I could do about it this is over the time but I knew eventually I felt confident that eventually she would see see that and it appears she has maybe i can have her on one of these times you should i should have her on That's and it. talk about that journey dude because yes she's been but, on a journey let me tell listen, you like i asked you earlier did, didn't she go wasn't she homeless or something at one point in time? she wasn't homeless, homeless but, but she was just in a very difficult you know but to, but but anyways to, to, to her to hit that and now where she's at that's dope yeah that's inspiring yeah kudos to you yvette yeah, Proud it was of you, cool. Girl. I love to see it. And she was Proud on you, TV because they flashed the 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 wife or whatever on TV, and she was there. And I'm like, oh, look at you! And if that ex hater of yours, I was trying to keep you now listening. Smile. Yeah, you're winning. Well, that's why sometimes you just have smile. to stay the course and let karma do its magic. Yes, karma is just magical. It's mm -hmm. magical. It, it is. truly is magical. And I love to see when it when it happens. I love it. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about because it made me laugh so hard the other day is the, the videos. I want to give you guys a warning to not get caught, caught up on these videos that go around. They're on Facebook. They are on like TikToks and reels. They're usually on like Facebook because they're long and they get you roped in to watching these videos thinking something is going to happen. And before you know it, you're watching a video that's like 15 <laughs> minutes long and nothing ever happens. Why do they do that? So That I, should, that I should be kind that, of illegal or something. Why do you do that? I that's hope that scam. you guys understand what I'm saying. So like yeah. example, like say it's like one of those pimple let me, popping let me, let me videos. Tell you, yes, that's what it was. Uh, uh, and like when I was watching, <laughs> this chick had like a worm coming out of her thumb and they were trying to pull it, pull it, pull it. And they kept moving and pull it like, dude, it, I would have yanked that thing out in two seconds. I know, but they kept like saying, oh, hold on, hold on. We're going to, okay, hold on. And, and you I, knew it too. See, I, I was, I got he, curious. I was on the couch and I heard you, you kind of said, you're like, babe, you got to watch this video. Like, and I saw it for two seconds and I knew what it was because I've gotten caught up on those before. So I said, no, they're tricking you. It's, and you're like, what? I was like, they're tricking you. It's never going to show anything. It's just trying to keep you 
and they get, and they make money on the longer you watch it probably or if there's commercials if it's like a YouTube I don't know it depends on the type of video it is but they're getting engagement by getting people to watch their videos yeah. for 15 20 30 minutes Here's the trick on those if you are watching a video like a pimple popping video or something to that magnitude where it feels like sometimes they're making a cake and they're doing something that looks like it's going to be really cool but it never comes to fruition if you think you're caught watching one of those videos just stop watching it go to the comments yep, that's what i did because the comments you're will right. tell you people people pissed. will be pissed yeah. in the comments saying don't waste your time blah 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 then yeah. you know it's one of those videos and yep. you can go away from it yep it irritates me because it's like such a scam ah, facebook scam what, what it was doing? on facebook huh Yes. I feel like it's on Facebook a lot. I'm about another, to get off of Facebook. Man. Another thing that's on Facebook and another thing that bothers me a lot, and it's celebrities who do it, usually like C and D list reality stars, they will say a clickbait comment and then they will say link in bio on Instagram or social media, or they will post the clickbait comment on Facebook and then they'll put the link. And it will be some clickbait comment that's not true. They'll be like, you know, Jennifer Lopez is pregnant with Ben Affleck's baby, question mark. And then you think that, oh, my God, Jennifer Lopez is pregnant. You click on the link in bio and it's a long story with filled with clickable ads that never actually gets to whether the, or not she's pregnant. Yeah. Do you get caught on they those sometimes it. a lot? No. I, it's so irritating I just happened to, to watch me. that video and it was like, it looked interesting. I was, and I should have thought like... How the hell did a worm get inside of her thumb in the first place? <laughs> I should stop to think. Like, how did you get that? I didn't know what it was after. I don't know if it was infectious. It I come know, out but slowly. I laughed so hard because I watched you. <clears throat> you were watching it and you you were like, it looked like to me you wanted to reach in the video and pull the worm out. Like I you were done it so faster. into it. Yeah. And then what I told you <laughs> I can't, I'm you're sorry. Right. I went to the comments, you're like, I yep. What I told you it was fake. <laughs> Your look of disappointment, you you said, oh, they got me? You're like a sucker. <laughs> you got me, Facebook. That's it, though. You aren't getting, getting, getting me again. Fool oh me once. Oh, my God, it made me. Fool me once. I didn't know. I didn't know about these videos. It now I know. It literally made me almost pee my pants. But now, now they're going to get mad at you because you're exposing it. It just is so irritating. It is. It is. What are you doing? Wait, no, so, it's bullshit. Like, all the people, the reality stars that I follow, like I follow a lot of reality stars on my Mrs. CEO J Instagram account. The minute they post one of those posts and then says, Teresa getting a divorce or whatever, link in bio, I unfollow. I'm like, I'm not interested in following people who are going to do that shit. They get paid. So they get paid for posting that. And they, they also get paid for probably the number of people that actually click on the link. Yeah. And it's just so irritating. So mm -hmm. I had I had to when that happened to you, right away you're like we have to talk about this. And another thing that's irritating me is every time, look what I've been telling you. Facebook, you have a new friend suggestion. Real D, real D. It's always a chick. It's always why, a chick. Why, why they keep ref, ref, chick? What are you doing? Because they're trying I, to get you in trouble. I'm not single, fool. <laughs> the hell's wrong with y'all? So I set you up with a Facebook, it's and now all man. you get it's is just me and a dog. It's just me and the dog and. A friend, I should this that. It's all it's all women. Like what the hell. Have you, you accepted any of these? Of course not. <laughs> I'm not even on Facebook like that. You're the one set it up. I know, but do you get DMs? Never from no, but bot chicks. Oh, that's another thing I got to tell them about D the bot D the bot texts. 
botch DM. No, I don't. You guys, I don't get. I need to DMs save your husbands from getting in trouble because this is happening and it is good. Spell it. So they will. These bots will text you and it it'll say something like, "Hey, oh yeah, I got thank those. you, thank you so much for my hair color. I love it. It just be a random text, and it'll be to your boyfriend, to your to." Your your They're husband on my, on my iPhone. Hold on. So they will send the text and to your phone, and it will say, "Hey, thank you so much for my hair color. I love it. It's so cool." Blah blah blah. And then they'll send a picture of themselves, a good looking picture of their hair done. You know, whatever. And obviously, so like, say if you get that text and you say, "Huh, who is this?" or something like that. Yeah. I don't know you or wrong number. Whatever you say, you I text back. I talk shit. I know what it is. But if you say, but normal people mm. who don't know is yeah. what I'm trying to explain. They will, you'll text back like, I'm sorry, wrong number. And they'll say, they'll reply back to the text saying, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I thought this was my friend, whatever's number. Um, I hope I don't get you in trouble. Winky face, something like that. Yep. So they're trying to see if they can like engage you. In conversation and then if you reply back they reply back again like saying i'm so sorry blah 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 and then like they'll try to like engage your conversation it is a bot it's a bot it is a bot they're trying to get you in trouble they're trying mm -hmm. to get you to to click a link or whatever eventually they will get you they'll get information out of you some way somehow but if you engage the more you engage the more they know they roped you in and if they rope you in enough it's probably like some like Nigerian scam, Jamaican or Nigerian, and they, they and then once they rope you in, then they transfer you to like someone who's going to further scam. Remember, we've seen a whole program on it. They yeah. have these like call looking fake centers, and that's all they do. And they have a team, and they work you. Remember that? Yeah, they're smooth. Yeah, once they, no, they, they once do. they rope you in, and they, they're very elaborate. Then there's another level you go to. Yeah. But even that is enough to get some men in a lot of freaking yeah, trouble. Yeah, of course. Because it'd be like, I, they wouldn't, if a woman, if I looked at your phone and there's a picture of a girl and then you kind of engage, no, but hey, I like your hair. And now suddenly you're in a in conversation, like, boom, you're in trouble. So stupid. So just so you know that that is going around. I even got one. So I got one and. I mess with them. I have fun I with just, it. but they're, they don't know you're messing know. with the robot. I know. It's not an actual person. They're bot calls until they get to the point where. They're getting data from you somehow. And I don't really know. I never took it far enough to see like what's their ultimate end game, but they're definitely bots. Tyler got it. I got one. I got him. But I bet a lot of people get in trouble. Guys are dummy sometimes. I'll be I'll be I'll admit that to you. They don't use their they don't use their cranium. Or they'll say, because sometimes it'll be very vague. They'll say, like, hey, it's it's me. Remember me from the other night? And like like, hey, we blah, blah, blah. And then if you really did do some dirt or whatever, then you're going to bust yourself out or who knows. But mm -hmm. I don't really know what the end game is. It's some sort of scam. But just so you guys know, it's there. Yeah. It's happening. And don't, to, don't necessarily automatically go crazy on your husband, boyfriend. No. Because it's not, it's, it's not provoked. It's unprovoked. And it's What they do fake. to me is they'll pretend they're texting a chick. That's what they did. Hi, yeah. Wrong number. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did I did I disturb you? I hope I didn't get to try to be That's nice. That's exactly. And then, do you ever get a picture? No. Oh, because this one Tyler showed me. He got a picture, and he it was did. like, "Oh, sorry." And it was a a hot chick. Actually, I got. I did a, a long time ago. Not long, but on a WhatsApp. I haven't got messages on WhatsApp in a while. It goes to my straight to my text now. It's weird. 
So on a WhatsApp, and they sent a picture. I'd be like, a, I'd be like a, yeah. And you just say what? Like nothing. Ignore. Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's crazy. I know it's bullshit. I ain't stupid. Scams. How do they get our number? This was oh, because companies sell your number. Of course they do. That should be illegal. It's Selling crazy. our data and our information. Yeah, They're it's, it's it's out there. I get. Don't you get like text? Me- I get text messages. Yeah. All these stores want your phone number. I don't they like that. They all want your and number then, now. What's your number? You know, even you're at the register, like Target or something, they ask you your number. Like, dude, it could be someone in the line listening. You know what I'm saying? Or you, you could be giving your number. Some weirdo could be listening. And then me. all of a sudden, hey, remember you gave me your number? Well, I didn't give you my freaking number, but they heard me at Target and then they took it down. It's crazy how quick it is to like find someone or yeah. hunt them down, Fast. follow them. It's scary. Like you almost have no privacy. It's like, dude. <laughs> It's scary, man. Yeah. Scary times. I don't scary like this times. new era. Cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Where people can hack into your stuff. It's it's dangerous to be a woman right now, I'll tell you that. Like, yes. Someone women. got what, what was in Tennessee? She got she was going on a morning jog, got snatched up, killed. It's 4.30 in the morning. A grown woman, an adult, mm-hmm. got kidnapped. And killed. Yeah. And recently a woman, I don't know what has happened. I, I, I don't know if it was LA or somewhere, but this, they thwarted it, but. This dude was trying to kidnap a woman, a grown woman. He was slamming her head against the van trying oh to get gosh. her. Oh my gosh. And an Uber, dr- a guy was in an Uber. Mm-hmm. That's the a, one. We just talked about this too. Like if you see something, do something. And this is a perfect example Please. of this Block man. Him in with your car, anything you Saw can. something. He told his Uber driver to pull over. He got out of the car and he thwarted the whole thing from happening. He was, the guy was trying to abduct this woman, throw her in a van. Yeah. So kudos to the Uber driver who pulled over, which a lot of them would be like, I'm not pulling over. Yeah. And kudos to the Good Samaritan who saw something and did something. Because yep. that woman was a goner. Yeah. Yep. She was an absolute goner. It's crazy. And that was in broad daylight. Broad daylight. The They're of getting the day. brave. It's like, it's like, it's like I've, I've been telling you this. I feel like humans were going backwards. We're going uncivilized. Like, yes. We're getting crazy. Like broad daylight now? An adult woman? Before it was kids because it's easier. But now you're targeting women? Grown women? You have to be so alert and aware. The only time, you know, I'm pretty much. Don't be on your phone. The when problem you're is I'm a creature of habit. So it's like, say someone that I, when I go to my class, like they spot me and they know, okay, she's close to this class. She's here at this time. She parks in this spot. It's not hard to be, to be someone, become someone's target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, be careful. For real. It's really scary. Can't ever assume it won't happen to you. No. Scary. I wish I'd go with you because you go, you know. Yeah, I know. It's scary because the time and, you know, you just, and like I said, I'm a creature of habit, so it's not that hard to Do not be on your cell phones when you're out in public, people. Don't be looking down at this screen, not paying attention on the surroundings. Put the phone away and pay attention. Especially if you're walking or crossing the street. Remember, Mm -hmm. we we were a very crowded intersection yesterday and two people were walking across it. And they were full-blown invested to whatever was on their phones. They were literally walking and looking directly down at their phones. And I'm like, look at these people. Like, they could get mowed over right now. All it takes is one car who blows through the, through the red. And they're done. Yep. And you have I, to. I never like, assumed someone's going to stop. I'm always looking, especially when I'm walking Pablo. A busy ass. It, there, it takes one psycho person to say, like, you know what? I just want to take every. It happens. We see it on the news all the time. They get angry. They just Some, plow. An angry girlfriend left her boyfriend's house and plowed through a red light and mowed over a bunch of people that was yeah. not that long ago la um and so it happens mm-hmm. when you're crossing the street you are especially vulnerable in a, especially in a busy busy uh, like intersection, intersection where it's like a highway kind of intersection yeah scary know? 
So pay attention. All right. All right. So I wanted to round off this episode talking about something that happens to me every October. And I know it can't be just me. I think it's everybody. October for me, or right before the holidays or whatever, tends to be the time in my life that I start losing my steam a little bit. I like kind of get in a, a rut. Nutrition, fitness, you just kind of get in a rut. It's the end of the year. It's cold. It starts to get colder. It's not sunny as much. Mm-hmm. I know last year at this time, I 100% was in a rut and I felt it coming. I'm like, oh no. Because usually a rut for me comes with like some weight gain and I just kind of get out of it. And I felt it. And I thought to myself, I need to do something. Smart. Like I need to get in front of it. That's good. So now I'm more aware. And when I get in front of it, I can mitigate it. Right. Mm-hmm. So last year I did. I started Orange Theory. And that totally got me out of it. I was not in a rut. I finished the year very strong. I felt good. Yeah. Um, it's not as bad for me this year, but I am kind of feeling a little bit, or I was feeling a little bit, but you know what helped me was um, reinventing my routine. Again, my morning routine. I changed it up again. Mm-hmm. I changed up the time I did my class, the time I work out. I um, started waking up early again. Because I felt the rut. Not only the rut was coming, and it was already starting with me starting to wake up later and later, not having a strong routine in the morning, getting my workouts done later, not planning my day. And so I feel like a lot of people get that. Would you get that way? Of course. Of course. You got to stay, you know, motivated, disciplined. I, I thought about it too. Like, I'm not going to let myself slip just because the weather's changing. Do you changing. feel it coming on a little bit, though, to be honest? Do you feel it at all when the weather starts to get like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. You get a little loose, but I want to do the opposite. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to challenge myself instead of like giving into it. I want to, you know. Well, that's the thing. The first, the first most important thing. Put it in your head. If you're feeling like that is to identify that you're feeling yeah. like that. Like, uh oh, okay, I'm in one or I'm about to be in one. I feel it. And then you can do some things to kind of like get in front of it. I actually feel good. I feel stronger in training and everything. So I'm not going to mess up, mess that up and just start putting junk in my body. Well, that's what I want to do is I want to tell people like just to give them some ideas of what they can do. These are some of the things I do, some of the things I recommend if you're feeling like this. The first thing is schedule workouts. Make sure you schedule them. Don't don't just like do workouts when you feel like it. Like, oh, I'm going to go when I feel like it because you're not going to ever feel like it. No, you schedule it and you go whether Mm -hmm. you feel like it or not. It's part of your schedule. Think about it like your kid's doctor's appointment. You're not going to just go to your kid's doctor's appointment if you feel like it. If you have an appointment, you're going to take your kid and you're going to get it done, mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. Think about your workouts that way, because for sure, getting it done is going to make you feel good regardless. You're never going to feel like, oh, I, I'm so upset that I got that done. Yeah. So true. schedule your workouts. Oh, that's facts. You, if anything, you're like proud of yourself because you didn't want to go. Those are always the best workouts. The I don't best. know why. The best. They are. The ones where I kind of have to drag myself. And I'm happy, like, damn, this turned out to be a good workout. Never once has anyone ever said, damn, I'm really upset I got that workout done. Never, never. And even the most disciplined people on planet Earth sometimes stare at their shoes before they run. David Goggins. Yep. He's talked about it. He's admitted to Joe Rogan. Like, hey, there's times where I struggle. And this guy pretty much jogs a marathon every day for his workout. Exactly. Exactly. Anybody, everyone's capable. Even myself, I'm... You know, you're going to be like, oh, but are you a Miss OJ? You're a coach. Are you, uh, do you lose motivation? Yes. Yes. 100%. And don't think all those coaches out there who are ripped and in shape don't. They all yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. You know, but these are the things that have helped me. And that's why I'm sharing them because I want them to help you. So when my work, so if I schedule my workouts, that's one thing that helps me. On the nutrition side, if 
I have to plan out my menu for the week. I have to have like a meal plan. Now, it's okay if I end up veering off a little bit, but I have to start the week having like an idea of what I'm going to eat and having those foods available or prepped or whatever in the fridge. So doing as much planning as I can around nutrition, especially this time of year when I know that my willpower, my motivation is not at its highest. So leaving too many decisions on the table when it comes to nutrition, when you're feeling like that, you're going to make the wrong decision more often than you usually do. Yep. So it's important to be a little bit more prepared. Um, some of the other things I recommend on the fitness side of things, changing it up, change something. Don't like, stay in the same, yeah, don't stay doing the same thing over and do over. Do something over. different that you can get excited about. Join a group fitness class, yep. maybe do, um, try something new like yoga or Pilates one day a week. That's what I want to do. I'm I want to try, try yoga. yoga. Me too. Because I want to improve my flexibility. Me too. So I thought, you know what, maybe we should do, we could do a yoga class like once a week or something like that. Yeah, we'll we pick just, a class. We just figure it out. We'll try. We try like something. And, and, and listen, and don't be afraid. You're not going to be perfect. Who cares? No one's going to be staring at you. Just do your thing there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So. You're trying, you know. Try something new. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to try yoga. Um, but that, it's just fun. You know, something else, something new, something something interesting. And mm-hmm. if, you know, you don't like it, try something else. Try Pilates. Try something. You know, a a boxing class or just something to just reinvigorate your I rec- I motivation. I recommend kickboxing for women. They 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 love it. Um, and then on the f- nutrition side, try something new, new food. Look for something yummy that you can get excited about this week. Like for my clients, I give you lots of options. Right? Look through my Instagram. And be like, I'm gonna try this. I wanna I wanna make this that that Janine made in her Instagram because it looks good and. I want to get excited about it. Look for something that you can get excited about eating. Yeah. Um, to make you look forward to your week of eating. On an, another option, another thing you can do for the, on the workout side is new workout clothes. That helps me. <laughs> you get new workout clothes too. I do. Do you get when you get new clothes? Do you well, get a little like, oh, okay, like I feel excited to wear my new workout oh, clothes? Of course, it's fresh, it's clean, yeah. you know. Because so I, even for you, I'm it a helps. big sweater man. So after a while, I got to re- I got to get rid of my my stuff. So it that's is. what I do on the workout side. Like a new workout outfit, absolutely makes me excited. Or a new pair of workout shoes or gloves. Oh, for see for you gloves. So that's okay, and sounds a little like materialistic or whatever. But for me, I justify that kind of spending because I am constantly working out. And if I spend good money on it, so like if it's Lululemon, when I'm over it, when I've used it enough or whatever, I'll resell it on Poshmark and then I'll use that money to buy something new. So when, if it's something of quality, because Lululemon's pricey, let's be honest, but I love, you know, getting a new workout outfit. And I work out so much that it's something that you know, I feel like it's worth it because I get really good use out of it. Or you don't buy stuff and stick it and not use it. You know, some people shop and they buy new things. They don't. I'm someone that I can't use it fast enough. Yeah. If you are buying things and putting them away and it's got tags like six months later, you are making the wrong purchase. Yep. If you don't want to rip the tags off and wear it tomorrow or the same day, then that's not a purchase that you should be making. You should need it for something specific. Or have intentions of using it right away and being excited about it. Otherwise, you're getting excitement from the purchase itself and not the item. Yes. And that indicates maybe a little bit of an issue, like mm-hmm. a shopping addiction, yep. which is a whole other topic. But And then on the fitness side of things, how about a new cooking thing? 
like a new air fryer. Yes. Like, or an appliance that you don't have, a food processor. Mm -hmm. I know I, I sound like a big nerd right now, but these are the things that get me excited. So for me, what did I do? I bought a, a <laughs> I bought an egg bites, silicone egg bites mold. I want to see how you do that. because And looks... I want to make egg bites because the ones at Starbucks are expensive. Expand. And I feel like I can make something just as yummy at home and make egg bites because I, I'm trying out a recipe for my clients meal plans. So of course I try everything first, make sure it's easy, that I'll it's meal them. preppable, that um, it's something yummy. And so I'm trying a recipe and if it's good, I will do a video on it. If it's really good, I will start adding it to client meal plans. But I, I didn't have to because you can use a regular muffin tin. But to me, it got me excited to actually buy a little egg bites mold specific for egg bites. How and cool and they're quick. You know, you eat a couple, you got your protein in. Yeah. Like for me, sometimes I'm in a hurry, pop a couple of those in with a banana. Boom, I'm ready to go work out now where I'm not super full. Exactly. And so I thought like, but that's a perfect example of get excited about something in the kitchen, a food processor, a chopper. Like so that you can make your own like stir fries or whatever, like guacamole. You can chop all your own veggies, make your own salad. Like, I don't know, a new air fryer, a, um, a blender, um, the Ninja Creamy ice cream, protein ice cream maker. Do things Dude, like that. I got to learn how to use that. I can't believe you haven't tried it yet. It's so good. Mm -mm. So good. And there's so many good Someone recipes hasn't I want to try. Me. I'm not going to like go grab you and hold your hand to say, I want you to say like, hey, I would like protein ice cream tomorrow. Can you help me make a base? And then I will help you. Okay. I'm not going to hold your hand and be like, hey. I'll let you guys know she helped me. But he has to ask. I've what asked. did you recently do that? I, I, I'm, I had you try those tortillas. Yes. You were making breakfast and I said, try gonna, one I'm of these tortillas. I'm going to make another one today, yeah. So the these burrito. tortillas, you guys, you know, I don't promote companies just for the hell of it i do not unless i really think that they're going to be amazing there's a company on instagram i'll pop them up here and i'll put them in the show notes Legit. called eat counter they are going to be a macro friendly frozen food company in our big box store so think sam's club think costco think macro friendly and high protein because that's what's missing out of our frozen food section right now yes cleaner ingredients with high amount of protein, macro-friendly calories, carbs, fats, all of that. Well, anyways, one of the items that they're doing is a burrito. It's a frozen burrito with that's like a 35 grams of protein. I'm excited about the burrito, but here's the cool thing. When they developed the tortilla to use for the burrito, they realized that this tortilla is really good. We need to sell just the tortillas for people who want to make their own burritos. So they're also going to sell certain food items on their website. Other than that, like the packaged frozen stuff is going to be readily available like in our in our stores, like Costco. I can't nice. wait. Yeah. But they're going to have the tortillas available. So they sent me some to try. I'm not, it's not sponsored or anything. And I thought, you know, I'll try it, see what I think. There's 11 grams of protein. They literally taste like, a taqueria style tortilla. Yes. They do the, not I was impressed. taste or feel. The texture feels like a taqueria style. So you can make a burrito, loaded burrito for about half the calories of your taqueria burrito because that's where you're going to get a lot of your calories. So like in a taqueria style tortilla, that's also going to have lard and really bad inflammatory ingredients in it. Um, th this, that's going to be like 400 calories that just in your tortilla this is half the calorie so it's 200 calories and it's burrito 
size. So it's and, large. And on the flip side, you're getting protein from this. Where the other tortilla from the burritos, fact, uh, from the taquerias, the regular, hardly any. Yeah, very little probably. And bad, just inflammatory, highly inflammatory. Lard is going to be highly inflammatory ingredients. So anyways, I'm excited about it. So anyways, I got you to eat that. I've been, you know, because yes. I have plenty of them. I'm probably going to make. I'm gonna probably gonna make myself a breakfast burrito today, actually, yep. or prep some breakfast burritos. Um, I love my um, breakfast burrito with the sweet potato puffs inside. Oh, it's so oh, try that good because it has the sweet with the salt. I developed that for my client meal plans, and my clients that I've put it in their meal plans are wow. loving it. I bet it's like addicting, and it's filling, filling the best, high with- protein, especially with these tortillas. Oh my gosh, yeah. Anyways, so. Get excited about food somehow, some way. That's another thing. Another tip is accountability partner. Get an accountability partner that's also on a journey. Surround yourself by other people who are on a journey to self-improvement, yes. to, to a healthy lifestyle, weight loss, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Someone that can enjoy the milestones with you and get excited about it. Because when you're on a journey and nobody around you is on a journey, they can kind of like kick you off your game. Yeah, they'll hate. Oh, you don't need to do that. Oh, you're getting too skinny. Oh, you're this, that. No, 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 no. Don't listen to them. They're just trying to derail you. Yeah, so they're it bothered because be they're not on they the journey. They don't have to be doing exactly what you're doing, but they can be doing something. Challenge yeah. them maybe. Like even I just got the um, Apple Watch and you have to set <clears throat> goals in there to close your rings. You can share your rings with other people. So find somebody else. If you have an Apple Watch that also has an Apple Watch and yeah. you guys can like do a little contest with like whoever yeah. closes their rings the most this week pays for, I mean, you know, they get a free dinner. Like we'll go out to dinner, we'll celebrate and it's dinners on the other person or whatever. Have a little contest to keep you motivated. It's fun. My goal this during this time fall is to like build my summer body, like get in shape. Opposite. Instead of always, people always think like I need summer motivation or oh first of the year i'm gonna no i'm doing it now because it takes time you're being realistic Mm -hmm. and that's actually was my good like good cue on you because my last thing was gonna say set a time sensitive goal while i don't think it's necessary to only be on a journey for one specific thing because you don't want to have that mindset necessarily because then when that thing arrives you can fall off your game we are kind of hardwired as humans to work towards something, need something specific to work towards. So we we stay yeah. more on track if we have a specific time-sensitive goal. And now is the time, I hate to break it to you, to make summer goals because now, journeys take time. Bumps, you're going to hit bumps in the road. You're going to have weak moments. Yeah, they take time. And if you're going to do this right and in a sustainable way, now is the time to work on those summer 2023 goals. Yeah. So don't wait until January because you can, then you're going to spend the first three months of January undoing all of the things that you did in this next three months. Because you could so do there's some six months lost. serious damage. Yes. Got Halloween coming up. Some of you might have a weakness of candy. You got Thanksgiving coming up. You might like apple pie the whole month of November. I yeah. love apple pie. So it, it's okay yeah. to enjoy yourself yeah. through the holidays, but be mindful so that you're not undoing all of the damage that you did over the holidays in you know so you don't have to waste january february march yes. then guess what you, you are right back to where you began you're going to have summer 2023 worse off if not you know at least if not the same as the last summer and you're not going you're going to be right back where you started 
You have to start now and make a time-sensitive goal. Maybe it's schedule a trip. Maybe it's, you know, schedule a photo shoot. Or maybe you have a milestone birthday coming up or a milestone anniversary. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but something. Set some time-sensitive goal that's at least six months in the future that you can work towards. And that's because that's going to be your why and that'll carry you through that time. You should always have something that you're working towards that's your why. Because ultimately, if you don't have a why, a strong why, it's really hard to stay on track or you'll fall off a lot more frequently. Yeah. So that's yours is, is you're working on your summer body now. Yeah. It's kind of, I want to get in shape, you know, better shape. I can always do better. Yeah. Let's see. What are our birthdays? Our birthdays are, I'm going to be 47 and you're going to be 48. Mm-hmm. Dang. We are on the wrong side of 40. Yep. So I'll have to have, I'll have to set some goals. I usually set goals for, I always want to, I always like to look my best going into my birthday. I like to look and feel my best on my birthday, even though it's the winter and dead of you winter, know. the worst. We're like um, absolute dead smack in the winter. I know, I know, but I still like to look good on my birthday. I think it makes me feel better about getting older. <laughs> yeah, you gotta embrace it. Just so to, we're all gonna get older. So I definitely am gonna set some sort of goal um, <clears throat> related to my birthday, and yeah, like I'm working, always working on my summer body. But I'll maybe I'll maybe we can maybe we'll plan something. I don't know. Look for. I need something. Yeah. But I do need something. It does help me, even though I'm on this journey. It's a permanent journey for me. I'm always on a journey. But mm-hmm. it is nice to have something to work towards. So maybe some of those tips can help you guys. Do not fall into the holiday don't. rut. It's okay not to go balls to the wall till the end of the year. You can definitely downshift into maintenance. And you're still better off than 99% of the Americans that are going to gain 10 to 15 pounds in the next three months. Because if you shift into maintenance, you're going to have some more flexibility to enjoy the holidays. And you're starting January in a really good spot because you're not going to waste the first few months undoing the last three months. Yep. So hopefully you guys can get something out of that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, Make sure if you are loving our podcast, give us a five-star review on Apple. That really helps us out. Thank you so much, guys. And we'll see you on the next one. See you.